Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird joining you live here from Indian Shores, Florida. Uh, it's a little too windy outside to be outside today, so I'm literally inside my front door here. So got the front door open, got a screen door, got the windows open on the side, so it's close enough. So um, thank you for joining us today. It's a pretty crazy week getting ready to go on about a 40-hour drive. So getting all the details ironed out with that. Miss Lauren is joining us today. And just in case you didn't know, Miss Lauren is a nurse practitioner in the Stillman Wellness medical side of things. And where, where are you licensed, young lady? Good morning, Jim. I'm licensed in New York and Florida and soon okay. to be Virginia. Okay. So if you are listening to this and if you're in one of those states, uh, we are able to work with you. We have different uh, annual plans um that you'd be able to work directly with miss lauren uh in that we can put you in right away if you're in those states yeah so the best way the best way to learn more about that <clears throat> is basically join our email list stillman wellness you can go to stillmanwellness.com and get on the email list and you'll see an opportunity to book a call to learn about our medical program at the bottom <clears throat> of the email or you can go to stillman md and fill out the patient application and you can do either one of those things and you'll be able to find out more information about what we offer on that side. So Miss Lauren is very good. I chat with her all the time on the uh, we do little we do little calls where we go over cases um, on a regular basis. So it's, it's really fun to to listen and to uh, learn people's thought processes. So how are yeah. you today, young lady? I'm doing well. How are you? How's Florida? I'm well. I've, I've just got a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts right now. Uh, getting ready for a, like a 40, 50 hour drive. Um, so <laughs> yeah, about 4,000, <laughs> about 4,000 miles. And uh, let's see, one, two, three, four border crossings. Oh my last gosh. One being the craziest and <clears throat> going through and, and all the details about, you know, this country allows this, you need to pay you have to pay the tolls and pesos in this country. You have to pay the tolls of tolls and dollars in this other country. If you don't have exact change, they won't let you through, you know, so just, I've got folders and organization is really not one of my, um, not, not one of my uh, specialties. Um, so it's going to be quite the quest. You have to take us along. Maybe I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to. And then, and then of course, you know, I've got these lives and, and so um, I'm, I'm probably going to film a few of them. Uh, I've got some guests lined up, uh, actually, that are that are pretty impressive. I've got actually Chris Chris Summers of Gymnastics Bodies, wow, uh, former U.S. Olympic uh, uh, coach uh, for the gymnastics team, is coming on next uh, a week from today, actually. And uh, I've known Christopher Summers for for a long time. You know, he's been on Tim Ferriss. He's he's. Uh, we're going to talk about the the lost art of physical preparedness. So that's going to be a great interview. I'm really looking forward to that. And then I've got um, some other some other people lined up to uh, to do some interviews about some different topics. So a lot of those. And the cool thing is, is I can record these like, you know, <laughs> like the one the one lady that I'm doing a, a, a show with. She is in California, you know, right. so, uh, you know, I'm not going to ask her to get out of bed at six o'clock in the morning where we can we can video it at you know, two o'clock in the afternoon and then upload it as a live. So that's kind of cool. Right, so, right, right. So if you're watching, give us a like, you know, obviously the algorithm doesn't like me or us <laughs> as much. 
for making you think. So the topic of today's discussion, of course, is, you know, we're going to have all the haters come out for this because anytime we talk about plant-based, animal-based, it, it, it's just the same. And it, I will say the plant-based people are a little more uh, hateful than the animal-based people. So, um, yeah. The unveiling truth, does a plant-based diet really improve digestion? And I'll start this off by saying, <clears throat> whether it's animal-based, plant-based, most of the times when people see these great improvements, it's usually from my, what I've observed, it's usually from what they've eliminated, right? They've eliminated a lot of processed foods. They simplified things. Um, but it, you know, maybe that makes you feel better for a little while. And, and a lot of the things with the plant-based diet, um, they go in almost like fasting too. And fasting has its place. Uh, but you go into this almost kind of euphoric feeling, you know, until you start running out of resources, right? Uh, but I've seen the opposite to be true. I've seen people that were, you know, had things like irritable bowel that were eating the, the vegetables were actually causing a lot of their problems, right? Somebody with like irritable bowel syndrome, something like that. They're eating these all like tons of salads and stuff and it's just going right through them and they cut back on the vegetables a little bit and they get better. So what, what is your take on this? What have you observed? I know Dr. Stillman from time to time will recommend if you want somebody who needs to get a little more nutrients in their diet, he'll recommend them upping, you know, vegetables for, for, for a certain period of time. What, what, um, what have you observed? You know, I, I don't like to take a stance on like one side, Jim, like one is better, one is, you know, worse. But when we look at the gut, we have to see, you know, how strong the gut is. And if there's an issue there, then clearly there's some inflammation. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't like to give blanket recommendations to say like, remove all plants, you know, or what, you know, like you mentioned people that eat plant-based, sometimes they have, when they remove that, they feel better, right? But I have the thought process that we should be able to eat a wide variety of foods. And we are omnivores, that is correct. And, and tolerate them well and feel well. So, you know, if there are gastric symptoms that come up, you know, in functional medicine, we take an approach that is like five pillars, right? We remove. So maybe we say, you know, let's remove these foods for a, for a period of time. Uh, maybe we remove certain habits that you're doing too, like Mm -hmm. not, not taking deep breaths, um, running around like crazy. So we remove mm -hmm. habits, we remove foods, um, and then we look to replace. So we replace with healing foods. Maybe we tell a patient to, you know, not do so much raw. Maybe the raw foods are aggravating you because there's inflammation and that takes a lot of digestion to, to, uh, the raw foods require a lot. Um, so we do more broths, right? So we replace and then you re-inoculate. So you re-inoculate with a good probiotic, maybe some kefir, maybe some um, different yogurt, some raw dairy products. Um, but it's patient specific. Some patients don't tolerate dairy very well. Mm -hmm. um, so each approach is individualized and then we repair the gut. So then we look to say, maybe we need to give this patient some glutamine. Maybe they need to take in some aloe. Um, and this is not like a quick fix. This is something that takes, you know, a few months. Um, and then we rebalance the gut and we do that with maybe new habits, maybe a different way of eating. Maybe if they were eating a ton of plants, it, it didn't work for them. 
right now. So they need to eat more, um, you know, cooked foods, maybe some more animal-based foods to nourish the gut, to get some really nutrient-dense nutrition um, and come up with better habits. But Well, you know, just getting people to slow down and actually chew their food is huge. Absolutely. And, you know, stress, people don't understand if you're in a stress state, you know, if you're in an over-breathing state where you can't slow down and you're constantly rolling, you're not going to produce the stomach acid you need. You're not going to, you know, when you're, when your body thinks it's in an emergency, digestion reproduction is not high on the list. Right. So learning how to slow down, be present. I mean, how many people, myself included, sit down and eat and just, you know, hammer it down. They don't sit and be present and, and get in the moment. And, you know, you mentioned things are sp- very individual specific. Yes. And, and that's the frustrating thing about all sides of this, right? You know, well, I took, you know, I did carnivore and it solved all my problems. That means everybody has to do it. Right. Well, carnivore is going to bury some people, right? Yeah. And the other extreme as well, you know, I did, I did, I went all be raw vegan and it saved my life, you know, for now. Um, and it, you know, and, but, but not everybody can do that. Right. And it's not going to work best for everyone. And, you know, maybe, maybe your digestive issues is because you aren't getting enough sunshine. You're not getting outside enough. Absolutely. So it's multifactorial and it's lifestyle oriented. And and I always, you know, when I talk to people about, you know, things like, uh, you know, we, we don't have seven stomachs like a cow does, right. To basically regurgitate all this stuff. We have the, the stomach of an omnivore, which is, you can eat a, a variety of things, but you know, we don't, we're not designed to eat massive quantities of plants. You know, we're designed to eat some plants, but I mean, and it's the same thing. Like we, we're not designed to just, just eat meat and fat either. Now you right. can survive a lot longer on meat and fat than I think you can on just vegetables, unless you're living on the equator. But your point of it has to be tailored to the person uh, is, is right on the money. And, and, the lifestyle things, just people just don't think about what are the consequences of me sitting down with my hair on fire, scrolling through my phone and trying to like, you know, do my work while I'm eating that done over two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. What is, what are the, what are the side effects of doing that over a six to eight month period? Right. Right. Um, I think the most common trigger that sort of brings out gastric symptoms is the chronic stress response. Um, Mm The first time I really learned about heart rate variability was from a doctor who I love. She's actually based in Florida, Dr. Patty. Um, And she taught me a lot about the coherent heart breathing technique. And what that does is it calms down your nervous system. Mm -hmm. Um, And a great deal of our nervous system lives in our gut. So when that hyperactivity is just chronic and, you know, we're always go, 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 that creates inflammation in the gut lining. Um, and that leads to loss of integrity. You know, the gut is very sensitive. It's um, this mucus lining and it, it can, it's very sensitive to these high stress environments and lifestyles. Um, and we can lose that integrity. And that's when inflammation starts, digestive dysfunction starts, you get malabsorption. And then that's where these symptoms show up. And then you might be somebody that gets sick all the time. And, you know, you're blaming it on all these other things and not thinking that most of our immune system also lies in the gut. Yeah, we're, we're not designed for the current current chronic stress 
environment that we're in. We're designed to do, you know, low level manual labor, a lot of it. Right. And then we're designed to run from a bear occasionally and either the bear eats you or you get away, but we're not designed to be running from a bear all the time. And the, the, right. the constant psychological stress of modern life, our, our, our biology is just not very adapted to that. Right. Yeah. Um, so you have to, um, take that into account in your daily life, um, that you need to take the time to sit quietly, sit, you know, sit calmly and calm things down. And, you know, you talked about HRV and, uh, and, and, and not being able to digest your food. And, that, and that's very, very true. If, if you are in a heightened state and getting like slowing your breathing down, putting the tongue in the roof of your mouth, breathing through your nose, that your body is able to calm down. If you can't take a breath in and do a long exhale and slow your breathing down, you're, you're, you, you're going to get in this state where you literally can't relax no matter right. what you do. And a lot of people will just, you know, instead of slowing their roll and learning how to slow their breathing down, they'll just pour in more supplements and just keep pushing harder and harder and harder until the body says that's enough. No more. You know, we're going to, we're going to give you whatever, uh, you know, jock itch, ultra colitis, whatever the, the flavor of the day is for your genetics. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and there, there'll always be this argument between carnivore versus plant-based, you know, this one's better, that one's better. And I just, I just cannot get over how everybody is different. And at different times in your life, you're going to require something different, right? That's correct. Um, so, but I, I do feel that across the board, you know, our gut needs prebiotics, which we get from plants, you know, it, prebiotics mm -hmm. are fiber, resistant starch and polyphenols. All mm -hmm. of those we get from plants. Mm -hmm. um, so we need those things in moderation to create a di diverse microbiome. Mm -hmm. And then I'm sure I'll get a ton of carnivores yelling at me saying you don't need those things. Um, well, it's very interesting. Dr. Terry Walls, um, who wrote the Walls Protocol. I don't know if you know who yeah. she is, but uh, she um, she was on with some carnivore people and they were giving her a really hard time. And, and she was like, do you guys cold plunge? Do you guys work out? Do you lift weights? Because they were their argument was there's all these stressors, you know, that vegetables create stress in the system. And right. she's like, that's true. But why do you cold plunge? Why do you do sauna? Why do you do exercise? Those are all hormetic stressors. Right. And at the right dose, um, they have a positive effect on your body. Right. And these different hormetic stressors help uh, regulate your immune system, you know, provide your body with what it needs. Um, and I tell people all the time, the, those three baby carrots that I eat every day are not for me. They're for my critters in the gut. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, and this will all would have been part of this is the part of the reason people argue about this stuff is because, you know, for the one of the first times in history, people's lives are like, you know, your food shows up at your door, you go to the grocery store, there's hundreds of millions of thousands of calories you have to choose from. Yeah. You wouldn't have been arguing about this 100 and 150 years ago. You'd have been eating what was available to you. If you had deer, you ate deer. Um, you know, if you could grow things, if you had fruit in the trees, you ate that. You know, it right. changed with the seasons. A lot of these these petty arguments are due to, you know, trust me, the Eskimos are not arguing about what they're going to eat and what diet they're going to eat. They're, they have to eat what's there. 
you know, they're eating seal, they're eating fish, you know, they're eating caribou, they're, they're, they're making pemmican in the summertime where they crush berries up into powder and they mix it into their pemmican to get them through the winter. They're not arguing about, you know, uh, what diet they're going to eat or, you know, the Maasai or, you know, these hunter gatherer tribes, the seasons and nature would take care of the variability of the food. We just have, you know, you can eat a pineapple in New York in December. Now I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that. It's a circadian mismatch, but that's part of the reason why these why people are arguing over the most absurd things is because they don't have to go out and get their own food. They don't have to raise their own food. They don't have to do manual labor. Your house is built for you. You know, all these things are taken care of for you. So you've got nothing to do other than argue about things like this, that nature would have decided for you in the past by your environment. And that that's probably one of the biggest things most people overlook is they're like, is the Mediterranean diet the best or is this diet the best? And I'm like, where do you live? Right. Like, you don't, you don't live in Sicily, right? You right. don't live in Japan. You don't have access to the same foods they do. So what environment do you live in and, and what foods do you need for the time that you're in currently in your life? Maybe you're trying to put on a bunch of muscle mass. That's really hard to do if you're eating an ultra low carb diet. Right. You know, maybe you need a little reset. So you're going to lower your carbs for a little bit. I know I did the gaps protocol. It really helped me get through my colitis until I was in a better place. So this stuff changes constantly, changes daily, you know. Um, but people tend to over overcomplicate things and, and, and get in these 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 philosophical arguments that uh, really don't have much benefit. Absolutely. You know, I give them, I give these people credit who can stand on one side and stay there. Um, I don't know. I, I just have never been so pro one side and pro another. It's, you yeah. have to have diversity. Yeah. You, you, I mean, there's the, we're, we're flexible for a reason. We can survive right. on, a, a, you know, there's a difference between surviving and thriving too. I mean, I can, I can eat beans and rice uh, and probably live and be relatively healthy but um you know what's the you know what's the point if i can if i can eat foods that where i can thrive and do even better and have higher levels of performance i'm going to do that right right so, right so do you have any exciting plans for the weekend uh, i am moving so packing so am i like. so i am moving too yeah so. it, it getting everything in order like i have to have so many different papers and photocopies and I'm watching all these YouTube videos learning about, and I'm learning new things as I, as I dive deep into this, it's like, well, this country that, you know, doesn't allow this, but you're only driving through for two days. So right. what's the work around for that? And, you know, it's just, it's, it's really, it's really crazy. Like for example, Mexico, <clears throat> I got, I got my windows tinted really dark. Oh um, boy, Jim. Well, you know, there's no tint laws in Nicaragua, right? And and with uh, with my dog, um, they have this tint that you can. It's actually the same tint the police use, but the police are allowed to have it, but I can't. Yes. Right? So, so I got pulled over the other day here in in Florida, and I opened the officer walked up. I opened the door and I said, "Hey, I'm sorry, I have to open the door because I just got my windows tinted." He goes, "That's really funny because that's why I pulled you over." And I said, I have a really, really good excuse. He's like, what's that? I said, I'm moving to Nicaragua. And he goes, that's actually a really good excuse. 
Oh, wow. And so he goes, give me your license. So I gave him a license. He came back. He said, have a safe trip. Oh, God and bless so, him. So what, what I can do, like here in the U.S., is I can drive. I, and I learned, I started, I was like, oh, man, if my tent's illegal here, what about the other countries? So I started researching. Mexico, it's actually illegal to have any tent whatsoever. They will actually make you either pay them when they pull you over. Yeah. Or yeah, they will make you it. peel all the tent off the windows before you're allowed to leave on the side of the road. So I did some research. And so the way around that is you drive with your front windows down. And they said that majority of the time that keeps them from pulling you over. Right? Okay. But I'm, but I'm a gringo. So I'm going to get pulled over anyways. You know, got to pay <laughs> the, the gringo tax. But learning that and then Guatemala doesn't have a tent law and Honduras doesn't have a tent law. And if, if you go to Nicaragua, everybody's windows are just murdered out. I mean, half the people, I don't know how they see out of the windows because it's like a mirror finish. But this tent that I got is supposed to block 95% of the heat coming in. Oh, you know, wow. when, you're near, when you're near the equator, you know, that's the difference. They had a car that was in the middle of summer. They had uh, two vehicles that were out. One had like minimal tent. And the other one had this tent that I got. And the one car, it was 120 Fahrenheit in the car. And the other car, it was like 78 degrees in the car. Oh, you're going to be nice and cool. Well, yeah. And, and with the dog, you know, so I've got yeah. a bunch of USB fans and I've got, you know, a chili blanket that I can give him. So, you know, because it's it's, um, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a challenge because I have to go out of the car into the office, you know, how long that's going to take. So I'm going to have to come out and check on him. So since I'm rolling, I'm rolling solo. I know um, it's going to be a little dad, Jim. Well, I try my best, but yeah. <laughs> so um, it's going to be a, an interesting adventure. That's for sure. But well, you have yourself, you. you have your, you have yourself a wonderful, I mean, I'm sure I could find somebody that wanted to go, but then that just complicates things even further. Cool. So we'll, we'll roll with the dog for now. Um, you have yourself a great weekend. And like I said, if you want to check out uh, working with us, working with Lauren, Go to Stillman MD, put your email in the patient application, and then of course get on our email list for our weekly, our weekly classes, classes, lessons. Today's today's is on uh, hormones and aging. So yeah, if exciting. you want to get in on that, we send those emails out Monday and Wednesdays. So have yourself a wonderful weekend. Take care, Jim. And you too. Take care. <laughs>